CPA and CFP Don Cash has made it his life's work to help people like you plan their finances and achieve their retirement goals. It's time for your money and your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this week's edition of Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash and myself. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? Hey, Mark. How are you? Just here. We're getting through this hurricane <laughs> that blew through recently. Hurricane. Yep. Gosh, what's that? Is I can't even I- say I- it. Iasis? Iasis? I- yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just kept saying Iglesias. I knew that was wrong. Iglesias. But- <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Enrique Iglesias. I don't know. I knew it was wrong. Yeah, I don't know how to say that one. But yeah, same thing. We're, you know, we're down the coast, same as you, just a little further down south. And we got hit with it pretty decent. We're taping this podcast a few days removed from it, and we'll air it a little bit later. But we fared okay, but you lost power a bit, yeah? Yeah, we got hammered. I mean, lots of trees down not a lot of rain but you know lots of sporadic loss of power fortunately we're only out of action for maybe 14 hours and, mm, that's not but terrible. you know it's the worry about how long is this going to last unless you know, right. we were out for a few days and summertime it's hot and sticky in the house you know we have a well and septic so we're kind of really out of pocket when we lose um power but you know for us it's been like a rare day of rain it's been dry here in new mm. jersey so we got a ton of rain yeah, you got you got a lot of rain during this. Huh? Yeah, we didn't get a lot of wind. You must have got the side with the wind, and we got the side with yep. the rain. We got almost five inches, I think. Oh, that's a lot of rain. Yeah. You know, these are the type of days that you dread, by the way, when mm-hmm. you're on vacation at the Jersey mm-hmm. Shore in August. Right. When you're down at the beach and you have that week or two off, you're thinking, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? <laughs> don't you, Especially you get if the you have kids with, and you, <laughs> you don't have a lot of property or a lot of uh, space yeah, yeah. in your house compared to being at home. You're thinking, oh, gosh, no power, no sun. What are we going to do? We're going to be stuck in the home. Hopefully, you bring a couple of board games to occupy the time. Oh, for sure. Does your power company send you these text messages? They're like, you may have an outage in your area. You're like, you think? <laughs> yes, Mark, we've gotten like a bunch of those. And, you know, they tell us to prepare like we don't really know what to do. Yeah, right? Right. Just to, you know, we help when there's storms, even when there's not storms, we have plenty of water and dry food. And you know, a lot of people have generators, mm-hmm. whole house generators, but we have batteries, basic stuff. And, you know, in my family, when, when this happens, my wife and, and daughters are glued to the TV and the, the smartphone. And, you know, me too, of course, just trying to figure out what's going on. But, you know, during this storm, lots of lights flickering, power coming on and off, then boom, no power for 14 hours. Yep. But not that bad. We have backup supplies and, like I said, batteries. But you know what also saved the day, Mark? It's hmm. an old-fashioned radio. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Battery-operated radio, yeah. Yes. Yep. Because we had issues with internet connection and a corded telephone. Mm-hmm. You know the old-fashioned telephones we had as kids yep i bought one of those just keep it just in case i can plug it right into the wall don't lose power with a phone and my kids are looking at me like what the heck is that thing? <laughs> right right <laughs> it's not a cordless it's a corded phone that's like you right. know the old push button phones but that's um, hurricane prep 101 man exactly the old-fashioned way so i mean there's something in human nature right that getting back to the idea of the weather forecast we want to forecast right what's going to happen how long is it going to last what should we do so it's tough being like kind of in the dark like i said not knowing how long it's going to last that last is one of the toughest parts but you know very um, often the forecast is wrong right (laughs) exactly but we already know what to do right prepare and realize that it's going to come accept it 
you know, here we are in August. It's hurricane season, I guess, all the way through September. It's going to pass. I mean, I know tragically some people do their lose their lives in some severe storms, but you know, most of what we experience is just to be expected in life, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I can't imagine like dealing with this, you know, 150 years ago, you know, think about how difficult that would have been, especially when they didn't have advanced warnings. I mean, hurricanes, you know, typically nowadays, right? We got three, four, five, six, seven days of notice, but boy, a long time ago, you no notice. So yeah, it's interesting. I think people maybe in those days were more into preparation too. I mean, it's, you know, it doesn't seem to be like a, a strong part of human nature. People just react to the events of the day. True. That's why, you know, you can't find generators <laughs> right before the storm or shovels in the winter yep. at Home Depot. They're all out. So you figure that people would have a good steady stock of these well before the storm. But ironically, people cleared out the shelves for eggs and ice cream, I noticed, at the supermarket. So if there's no power, I mean, you need to throw them out anyway, right? So right. it's I don't get the point there. But I think here in New Jersey and New York, people have been somewhat traumatized by Hurricane Sandy and these extended power outages over recent years. You know, you and I spoke before the show. We have a lot of old infrastructure here. You know, we have a well in septic, so it's kind of tough right in our area but you know it reminds me a lot of financial planning mark you know often we want to forecast and we react and don't plan for the storm properly and just don't think when it comes it's ever going to end when you're in the middle of it no that's a great point and a lot of times you think about forecasting and people just kind of get this mindset about it. And if you're looking back on the economic side and the financial forecast that were made really even, Don, what, first quarter of this year? Many of that turned out to not be correct, you know, to be totally wrong. There were people saying that the virus, you think about coronavirus, they're talking about heat, right? So they were saying, well, it yep. doesn't do well in the heat. So once we just make it to summer, it'll be okay. And then you look at Texas and Arizona and Florida or even India, and that's not the case. People saying, you know, obviously what the fatality rate would be, you know, three to five percent. And in some places you've heard that it's nowhere near that. So very interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's right. And from a financial forecast standpoint, you know, from the start of the third quarter, April 1st, you know, the stock market, the S&P 500, it's up over 30 percent to the end of July. And the small stock index is up over almost 40%. So no one was predicting that at the end of March. And you know, international <laughs> stocks are also way up since then. So, you know, of course, they were way down from January to March, but no one saw that coming either, right? So that's why we diversify and don't put all of our eggs in one basket. Yeah, you don't run to the store and buy all those eggs you were just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, then you're in deep trouble. Then you're in deep trouble. Well, I guess there's, you know, there's always some part of the market that's doing better than others. I mean, obviously, there's different sectors and things. We've talked many times on the podcast about that. Right now, it's tech services or tech stocks, if you will, because people are working from home and buying stuff online. I think you and I talked not too long ago, like you couldn't find webcams and various different things. People are snatching all this stuff up to do, you know, home-based work. Right, exactly. So, I mean, this has been a big change over the past few months. So, right now, there's outsized returns in these certain tech stocks, and the index that tracks that is the NASDAQ index. It's done much better than others, and it's hitting record highs. So, you know, it reminds me of one of my clients, actually, a client of one of my colleagues said recently, the client is a really smart dude. 
He's actually literally a rocket scientist, Mark. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he, he sent my friend an article, and the title was Diversifying Means Always Having to Say You're Sorry. Oh. So it's a kind of a takeoff on that old saying, love means never having to say you're sorry. Right. We all know that's not true. Uh, it's from an old movie called Love Story, if you ever heard of that. Yep. So it's from the early 70s. But the point is, whenever you diversify and spread out the risk, you're always going to be underperforming some area of the market or the economy that's hot. And right now that's tech stocks. But the upside to diversifying is that you're not as likely to get hammered when the market takes a turn. So that same index, uh, the NASDAQ, dropped 78% in a little over two years back in the year 2000. The dot-com bubble. And, yeah, mm-hmm. the dot, they called it the dot-com bomb, right? Right, right. And it took 15 years to recover. Wow. Up to the year 2015. Now, that's traumatic. You know, a lot of people are deeply scarred over that. So, a well diversified, balanced portfolio over those 15 years was more than doubled in value, but far fewer ups and downs. But right now, these hot stocks that we talked about in the past are like Facebook and Apple and Netflix and Amazon and Microsoft and Google, I mean, some of these stocks, Mark, trade at sky-high prices compared to their earnings. The average, what they call P-E ratio or price-earnings ratio of the S&P 500, it's about 15. Some of these are trading at over 100 times their earnings. Oh, wow. Holy. Meaning they're priced to absolute perfection. And it reminds me right now of people who bought all of these expensive New York City condos and apartments over the years. Now look at where they are (laughs) in New York. People are fleeing New York. Yeah, that's really interesting. And, you know, obviously those FANG stocks, a lot of those are the FANG stocks that we hear about. They're making those waves. What about somebody like Tesla? I mean, Tesla's been very positive news coming out of there, it seems like. Yep. I mean, they absolutely fall into this category. That's a perfect example. That stock... Tesla has quadrupled in price since the end of March. Can you imagine that? Hmm. I mean, anything quadrupling in price since the end of March. But Mark, get this. Their price-earnings ratio is something like 760. Holy cow. I mean, it's outrageously wow. expensive. And you know, you have to think to yourself, what could go wrong, right? Mm, I mean, right. a lot could go wrong. I mean, it could be you know, a number of things. And certainly Elon Musk, who's the CEO, is a, a visionary. Yep. But he's a bit of an oddball. He has seven children, by the way. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Did you see that with the name for the, the he named the kid of, a, of his favorite airplane, a uh, fighter jet, I believe, something like is that. Is that where, where yeah. he's named from? Yeah. yeah. The last one is named, I looked this up, it's A-E-A-X-I-I. I believe that's what it is. I think that's the fighter jet. I think oh, it the, is. I think that's okay. the precursor to the SR-71. Uh, well, I it's mean, my plane. Yeah. that wasn't a consideration when I had my four no, kids. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, now, I, I saw that there was something weird with that too, right? Because it's a weird spelling. It's not like a letter or something. Exactly. I mean, he had to change the kid's name because it was illegal ah, to name ah. a kid with a character that's not in modern English. Instead of A-E, it was A joined with the letter E, which is not really a letter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, I um, saw that. Look, I mean, like I said, the guy is... He's a genius. He's, he's a genius. Yeah. 
However, I mean, you know, he's uh, he's odd, and you know, he also <laughs> wants to inhabit Mars and live forever. So, you know, he has uh, goals <laughs> that are unusual. <laughs> yeah. What well, what we might call quirky. He's <laughs> quirky, quirky, to say the least. I mean, my dad was quirky. Okay, this guy is a. He's odd. Well, what do they say? Uh, if you're, uh, if well, sometimes you'll say, well, that person might be crazy, and if or if you're poor, you're crazy. If you're rich, you're eccentric. That's right. <laughs> eccentric is a perfect eccentric. Word. There you go. Well, okay. So the aspect of Tesla. Let's swing it back around to that for a second. It is something that people are attracted to as well because of the electric cars, the green energy aspect. You know, the Tesla wall, like the you know the solar thing where you can store power in the battery, that type of thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it definitely falls into the what they call the socially conscious category of investing. Mm-hmm, but, right. You know, people have to look at this carefully and consider that almost the entire car is made of fossil fuel petroleum byproducts. <laughs> That's true. Right? Think about yeah. that. The machines that make the cars, the electricity that powers the battery is from energy created by oil and natural gas and coal as well. So well, that's a great point. We should tackle this issue of socially conscious investing sometime on another show, Don. It's a pretty popular topic. Yeah, it really is. And, and for sure, I think that we'll put that on the list. But there's a lot of underlying issues that <laughs> that people have to uh, consider if they want to go that route. Very true. Well, you know, I think it's been an interesting podcast, kind of taking the, the idea, the concept of what happened with the weather here recently on us and kind of forecasting. So looking at the, the weather forecast versus financial forecasts and all those types of things. And as always, if you've got questions or concerns about your own situation, you need a little help or you enjoyed what you heard on the program uh, and it piqued your interest, reach out to Don, let him know before you take any action, you should always check with a qualified professional. Call 800-664-1183 to talk with him here on the podcast. 800-664-1183 or go to donaldcash.com. That is donaldcash.com. He's a CPA and a CFP. And while you're there, shoot an email question to us. We'd be happy to take those. And that is what we're going to do right now on the Cash Connection. And this week, we've got a question from Rory in Millstone. And he says, Don, my financial advisor seems to do a good job of managing my investment at least as far as I can tell, but we never talk about other things like social security, life insurance, or even legacy planning, which I feel are things that I should be getting some advice on. Is this typical? You know, it really is. It's very common, Rory. In fact, it's just the way the system works, and it's been that way for decades. And I would add to that list as well other issues that people should be looking at, like estate planning, wills, trusts, powers of attorney, things like that. IRA planning, the rules are continually changing. The rules are changed for this year. Uh, Long-term care planning, Medicare planning, tax planning. We spoke in the past that the current tax code reverts back to the old one in about five years. So as we discuss often, typically what I see Mark, is that people have a a stockbroker, but not specifically a planner. Mm -hmm. They have a CPA that does their taxes and an attorney, but no one to really coordinate all these things, help you navigate and see the big picture. So it starts with a definition of your goals, Rory, and what's your true purpose for life and money. I mean, people are ultimately looking for something that transcends money like purpose, family, and relationships. So nobody on their deathbed you know, really cares if they made money on a hot stock tip, right? That's so true. people in the financial world typically don't take this big picture approach. Uh, a stockbroker is often selling a product 
he or she is often forbidden from even discussing taxes. The CPA is filing their taxes, but not doing planning often. An attorney is creating these documents we discussed, uh, like the will, the power of attorney, the advanced health care forms. But you know, we take a, a more holistic approach and put all of the pieces together and help you move from confusion to clarity and through uh, discussion and learning about your goals as well as through education, get you to the point where you can really relax about money and focus on living your best life. So, you know, whether it's working with us or someone else that you feel is doing these things or can do these things for you, really focusing on living your best life is often the ultimate issue, Mark. And I'll give you an example of what I mean with coordination. Okay. When people give the information to their accountant in the start of the year, the CPAs are typically really busy filling out tax returns and can only do as well as the information that's provided to them, right? Right. So recently, we discovered some missing tax deductions because there was not proper coordination and communication and an understanding between the client and their CPA. So we called the CPA, discussed the situation, and it resulted in the CPA amending the tax return with over $2,000 in tax savings. And we discussed how to make sure the problem doesn't come up again in the future. So we have a lot of stories like this related to things like social security planning, long-term care planning, estate planning, of course, where the savings could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Ultimately, planning, Rory, is like a puzzle. All of the pieces need to fit together but it's complex and requires time and organization and knowledge. So, you know, since Rory Mark mentioned life insurance, here's a little tip. Here in New Jersey, life insurance bypasses the so-called inheritance tax if you leave the proceeds to what's known as a named beneficiary instead of your estate. So New Jersey is one of the few states left in the whole union with an inheritance tax. A lot of people don't realize that. So if you're single and leave your assets to your siblings or close friend, be very sure to understand the benefits if they're named directly as beneficiaries of the policy and the policy's proceeds are not left through the will. I mean, it could result in thousands of dollars in savings. Even if you know all the rules and regulation, Mark, who wants to spend the time right. focused on all of this? I mean, exactly. life is short. After everything we've gone through over the past few months, you know, no one wants to take a moment of life for granted, right? I mean, who wants to be thinking about this in the middle of a beautiful summer day? So get clear on your goals, get good professional advice and you know, live the best life you can. Well, that's a great question, Rory. And yeah, I definitely agree with Don. So, you know, get a second opinion, have another conversation with somebody else. They just may not be, you know, they may not be comfortable with some of the things that you're wanting more advice on that just may not be in their wheelhouse. Lots of different things to think about. And for anybody listening to the show, as always, as I mentioned before, I'll mention it again as we depart this week, reach out and talk with Don before you take any action. If you have any questions or concerns, you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Google, or Spotify. You can search it out in the search boxes on whatever app you choose. 
at Your Money and Your Life. You can go to the website, donaldcash.com. You'll find it all there as well. That's another great place to go, donaldcash.com. He is a CPA and a CFP, and you can also just call him at 800-664-1183. That's 800-664-1183 for a chance to have a conversation, for a meeting, a conference call, Zoom conversation, you know, all those things that are available and, of course, all the safety protocols if you want to talk in person as well. But you have to start by reaching out. So, Rory, great question. Give him a call. Get on the calendar. Come in and have a chat. 800-664-1183. And that's going to do it this week for us here on the podcast, Your Money and Your Life. Don, my friend, uh, stay safe, stay sane, and uh, glad you got your power back. I am too, Mark, and enjoy the rest of the month of August. You as well. And we'll see you soon here on the program. Don't forget to subscribe to us. And we'll see you next time here on Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash. Investment advisory services offered through Donald W. Cash & Associates, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of New Jersey.